First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Well, hello uh, from uh, St. George, Utah, for their our uh, Liberty um, Museum. It's going to be a great day here. Let me tell you about Good Ranchers. Fourth uh, of July is right around the corner, and they have Independence Day deals like crazy from now until the 4th at Good Ranchers. Every single day, Good Ranchers is going to be offering the best deals so you can have freedom from the meat idol. Uh, aisle. This is their big Independence Day sale. You're you're not going to want to miss out on this. You're going to get uh, great quality beef, chicken, seafood raised here in America by American farmers and ranchers. Uh, and forget the line at the uh, grocery store. Forget the price at the grocery store. Lock your price in right now. Uh, and you can do that by going to GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. Get the amazing deals that are offered and $30 off your order by using the promo code uh, Glen. That's GoodRanchers.com. Promo code Glen for American meat delivered. entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn back program hello america and welcome to monday and the glenn beck program holy cow do we have a lot to talk about we have russia and a possible coup not so fast we'll tell you all about that also uh, the uh, trans thing is getting a little out of control at some of the gay pride parades uh, that were happening around the country and so much more we'll deal with. Oh, and let's not forget the update on Camp David and Hunter and Joe Biden. Kind of an interesting development there. We'll do all of it on today's broadcast. We begin in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Julie. She wrote in about her uh, husband's experience uh, with Relief Factor. She said, I ordered Relief Factor uh, for my husband, and he couldn't be happier. He hasn't had the stiffness in his, um, in his lower back or the pain that he had. He has suffered for years with this. I'm only sorry we didn't order it sooner. What a great product. Thank you, Relief Factor. Julie, thank you, and thank you for writing in, and I'm so glad that your husband is feeling better. Uh, I will tell you that I've, I've been running 18 hour days since uh, Friday and uh, I have uh, I've had a lot of back pain, a lot of back pain being on the the concrete floors here where we're doing this museum, setting it up, getting it ready. And uh, there have been two things that have saved me and 
That is well three lidocaine patches. They're got, they're a gift from God. Um, the relief factor because of the inflammation, and believe it or not, my slippers. But that's another commercial some other time. Get out of pain right now. Get reduce that information. It can work for you. Three week quick start now. Nineteen ninety five relieffactor.com. All right. Hello, Stu. Hey, Glenn. Welcome to, oh, well, he walked away. Hey, how are you, man? Good. I can tell you've been doing 18-hour days because you said reduce the information instead of reduce the inflammation. <laughs> so, Well, it doesn't reduce the information unless you're me. Right. <laughs> and uh, then it's greatly reduced, mm-hmm. greatly reduced. No, that's actually uh, like Percocet or something. That's like, and it reduces the information. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really care all that much. Um, all right, so it, probably the biggest news of the weekend is a possible coup in Russia. <laughs> oh, man, and I was so happy to see that we were all very excited about it, uh, you know, because there'd be nothing better than overthrowing Putin and putting the guy from the Wagner group in. Holy mother, are you out of your mind? Yeah, don't worry. No, the world is going to be much, much safer. Look, since we got rid of Donald Trump, the world is safer. I think we can all agree. Um, We get to dust off those nukes, but that's really all we're doing. You know, I mean, we paid a lot for those nukes. And before they go bad and they're not useful anymore, let's get some money out of those things. It's true. A weapon unused is a useless weapon. Exactly. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, I don't want to nuke Russia, but I mean, I think as a responsible taxpayer, don't you think we have to? So anyway, so we have Joe Biden. So we're not closer to nuclear war. Uh, the entire world respects us so much more now. The economy is roaring. And I think we all agree we're on the right track. So that's good. Now, if we could just overthrow Putin, probably be verifiably involved in it. And I only say verifiably because whether we were involved or not, you know Biden's going to come out and say, yeah, the CIA, we were working on that all weekend. We've been working on we for weeks with the Wagner group. Uh, did he just say that out loud? That's so, not a, that's here we a, go. You don't you're not necessarily accusing us of being involved with the Wagner group overthrowing the Russian government, are you? Oh no, I'm kidding. Mm. No joke. No joke. Oh, okay, good. If you say no joke, then anyway. it's definitely no, no joke. no joke. I'm kidding. No joke. No joke. Okay. See. Mm-hmm. So I think we all know what I mean. Anyway, um, so the, of the things that are happening in Russia, everything began on Friday. Let me give you a recap. Everything began on Friday after the head of Russia's private military contractor. So this is like, you know, I always get them. Is it Blackwater, Black Rock, Black Blackstone? Yeah. Can we stop with naming things Black Water BLM? Stone. You know, let, mm-hmm. can we stop with it? I don't. Yeah, no more stones, no more black, because I can't keep them, at least when it comes to investing and military. (laughs) I don't know what they are anymore. So anyway, Blackwater. Um, Blackwater, uh, this is their country's Blackwater. 
And imagine who was ahead of that. Was that Eric Prince at one point? Yeah. Okay. So that'd be like Eric Prince, you know, fomenting revolution and trying to overthrow the United States government. Except, I mean, if Eric Prince did it, would it be, <laughs> would it be that bad? <laughs> Yes, yes, Glenn, it would be that bad. Of course, not as bad as the guy from the Wagner Group. These are killers, just killers, vicious, vicious killers. Um, and the Wagner Group accused the top brass in the Russian military of attacking his troops with an airstrike. So we call that friendly fire he called for a coup um, and he moved quickly they took two russian cities one of the cities was the home to the russian military southern headquarters so it'd be like taking florida um that's not good that's not good you want to take new york you can take it but let's leave florida alone um, he moved really, really quickly. Then he announced that he would begin marching to Moscow. So it was an interesting Saturday. I, was, I got up, I started listening to the news, and I'm like, huh, this is going to be interesting to see how it all works out. Um, of course, I didn't predict the way it did. So anyway, he said he was going to march uh, to Moscow uh, and they were within 124 miles of Russia's capital. And he said, all of us, all of us are ready to die. All 25,000 and another 25,000. So they were ready to die. So that kind of sounds like I'm pretty committed. Don't you think, Stu? Yeah. Usually I when mean, you pledge your life, your honor, your sacred, your sacred honor, your fortune, your life, all of that, you usually are going to go through with it, <laughs> especially with Vladimir Putin yeah, at I the think, helm of your opposition. Yeah. And I, I think with Vladimir Putin ahead of the operation and we're talking the Wagner group, we can leave sacred honor out of there. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you're just pledging your life and your fortune. Okay. That's really all you're <laughs> sure. doing. So <laughs> they're mostly prisoners uh, and, and such. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, I'm. I was doing life in prison for killing beaches. And uh, what? Now I'm running Kiev. <laughs> so uh, so the, uh, he says we're going to march. They were within 124 miles of, the, uh, of Moscow. All of us are ready to die. Things were getting a little real. Every media outlet in the West was declaring a coup was about to topple pot, uh, Putin. Really not a good thing. And then all of a sudden, it's over. Now, Putin's generally a very forgiving guy. <laughs> you know, if anybody thinks that uh, Donald Trump has a long memory of people who stab him in the back or don't like him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's got a goldfish memory compared to uh, Putin. Putin tends to kill people that disagree with him. I'm sorry. Putin tends to have a lot of former friends fall from rooftops in bizarre accidents. Um, so he declared the coup he was about to topple everybody was like yay and then the 
the uh, uh, president of um, Belarus brokers a deal and says, hey, we'll take him over here. Wait, wait, what? Isn't, Belarus is a, is a satellite. I mean, it's Basically. not a wholly owned subsidiary of Putin, Inc., but it's as close as you can get. It's a franchise, okay? Um, and uh, they brokered a deal and offered the Wagner leader sanctuary in, uh, in Belarus. And um, then all the fighters that were willing to die, like just a few minutes ago, signed contracts with the military in Russia. And they're like, hey, we love you guys. What? We want to we join the army. Wait, what just happened? Now, I don't think anyone except maybe Putin and the guy who's in charge of the Wagner group, you know, maybe last week saw an outcome like this in the offing. Or, well, I don't know, planners at the CIA. I don't know who saw this one coming, but this stinks to high heaven. And it gave me hope that we weren't involved at all. At first, when I heard about a coup, I thought, oh, dear God, please, please don't let us be involved in that. And I'm riding the elevators uh, with some uh, with some former military guys. And they all just I said, please, please, let's not be involved in that. And they all laughed and then looked at me. And uh, my Scottish friend said, you do know that's what the CIA does almost full time. Right. And I'm like, I know, but please don't tell me that. On this particular case, they have nuclear weapons and Putin tends to do things that we all think are nuts. So uh, I really thought we would find out or that Joe Biden would just go eh, eh, pudding and I planned a coup um, and take credit for it, which would be horrific for everybody involved. However, let's think this out. The leader of of Wagner has been a close Putin ally for years. He's even, his nickname is Putin's chef. Ha. Huh. Now, why is he Putin's chef? Because his company uh, got um, multiple catering contracts for schools and the government. Um, he is from St. Petersburg, just like Putin is from. Uh, and it's where both of them have their power base is in St. Petersburg. Now, that is not the power base for the top brass in the military. They stick to Moscow. So over the past few months, the Wagner Group has been involved with the heaviest fighting in the battlefield. These are the guys that have done all of the real heavy lifting over there. In the past, they've been Putin's main force, what he wants, some level of deniability. Oh, is, is Wagner Group doing stuff bad again? Oh, let me just, bad Wagner Group, okay? When he wants people to go do things that, you know, he wants to then say, oh my God, were they out of line? So they've had 
a nice little cozy relationship. They were also heavily involved in the seizing of Crimea in 2014, also involved in Syria and North Africa. It's almost like Putin has his own little army with the Wagner group. And then the top military brass in Moscow has their own private military group. Okay, let me explain this in greater detail. It's one of those things that make you go, hmm, in 60 seconds. When we lose one of our service members or first responders, the tragedy doesn't end on that day, especially for their families. Who's there to pick them up? Who's there to pick up the pieces? Who's there to tell the family? Take a deep breath. We're going to take care of you for a while here, and we're going to take some of these burdens off of you so you can concentrate on the family. That would be Tunnel to Towers and you. When veterans who served our country end up living on the streets, who reaches out with a hand of help? Tunnel to Towers because of you. This foundation's in-the-line-of-duty programs, the Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, Veterans Homelessness Programs, are all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. And their Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance all across America. They host over 80 runs, walks, climbs per year, half a dozen golf outings, barbecues. They also work to educate kids of all ages who want to help our nation never forget what happened on that day. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers Foundation goes to its programs. That is a plus. Check them out for yourself and then get involved. If you care about our veterans, I mean, not I don't want to say you don't care about our veterans if you don't donate. I want to say if you if that's one of your passions, get involved. Never forget the sacrifices of our greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers. That's T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers, T, the number 2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so Putin's top brass, if you will, would be the equivalent of our Secretary of Defense and the Joint Chiefs of uh, Joint Chief of Staffs, Joint Chief of Staff, um, and they have really been on the receiving end of uh, the Wagner Group and his leaders' wrath recently. Um, for the past couple of months, they have he has been. I rate with the Russian military leaders uh, during an interview. Um, he just trashed them. He accused them of withholding ammunition, failing on the battlefield, and then covering up everything that they reported to Putin. So Putin's not the enemy here to the Wagner group. The military brass is. So why was this guy let off with a slap on the wrist after insurrection? Has Putin lost that much power or is something else going on? Now, it's also being reported that U.S. intelligence agencies knew in June that this was going to happen. Could we keep some secrets that probably should be kept 
and then not keep secrets on things that Americans should know. I, I, I think the agency has not just lost its way. I think our intelligence agencies don't understand who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. You know, good guys, American people. Bad guys, Russia. Let's not tell the bad guys what we know or what we're doing. What do you say? Let's tell the American people what we know and what we're doing. My gosh. So uh, the Washington Post, citing unnamed U.S. officials, of course, stated the Wagner leader warned the White House that this might happen. Hang on. The White House has communications with this guy? Why? He's a, he's a stooge for Putin. Now, if this were a real coup attempt and you wanted to keep it absolutely secret, don't tell the United States government. What are you, nuts? So here's the thing. I think the head of the Wagner group wanted a media circus, not a coup. He wanted the two people that have been undermining Putin, his buddy, to be called out on the world stage. He wants them to be embarrassed. Now, it's reported that the deal may have been struck to oust the Russian defense minister and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Wow, so the Moscow boys get punished and the St. Petersburg kings win the day. Hmm. It almost sounds like this was great for Putin. By the way, he also looks tough. And guess who's coming up for an election? Hmm. I think this is the most plausible explanation, in my opinion. I don't know if anybody else is saying anything like that. What do I know? But I have a lot of really good researchers and, uh, and military people around me. And that seems to be the most logical. Uh, it also reveals the, system, the systemic rot that is spreading through Russia right now. This is what happens when you're losing a war and after you've built your army as a political arm of the regime rather than a military capable of defense and winning wars. Any way you look at it, Russia and Putin are in trouble because this is a political military. By the way, military is a political tool for the regime. Sounds more and more familiar. Our defense secretary stood down the entire military to root out the white supremacist and Christian nationalist three years, two years ago. You think he did that with the safety and security in mind? How about all the tweets from the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Space Force, all making Pride Month posts? Our military has become a political machine. I don't remember seeing the head of all of our military branches talking about anti-abortion policies with Reagan. Why? Because that's political. As a young woman, uh, Ivy wrote out a life plan, stated her goals for spiritual growth and physical health, as well as her investment in the idea of impacting others, her family and those she worked with. She needed grace on a daily basis. She achieved those goals for herself and her family, and now she leads other women in doing the same, developing life plans. And 
setting goals and by God's grace, achieving them. Oh, and one other small detail. She's also a real estate agent who works with my team at realestateagentsitrust.com. We started realestateagentsitrust.com several years ago to help pair you with agents just like Ivy, people who are really, really good at their job, but who also are like you, care about their family, care about their country and community, the kind of person I'd trust in a handshake deal. Recognize them for the quality of being a human being and as an agent. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you want to subscribe to Blaze TV, just use the promo code Glenn and save. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here, and we welcome Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, heard every day on The Blaze before this program. I was listening to you as I was getting ready this morning, and you were, Thanks. Pat, you were en fuego, as I like to say, you know, <laughs> uh, on the streets yeah. where I grew Thank up. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I, and, en fuego. You yeah. were on fire. I mean, yeah. and nobody knows the streets better than Glenn Beck. You well, know, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for recognizing it. I had a, yeah. you know, I had a rough upbringing. And, I, I know. Uh, conquered, a, conquered a lot. Conquered a lot. So <laughs> thank you very much. So, yeah, congratulations. So anyway, uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, so, Pat. Yes. Your take on this Russia thing, and I'd like to hear yours as well, Stu. I don't want to hear Stu, so okay. I'm, I'm going to plug my ears. I don't want to hear portion. Pat, so I'll, okay, I'll plug I didn't really want to hear it either, so... <laughs> Uh, I, it's so bizarre because, uh, if that was an insurrection, they did it really poorly. There was a <laughs> very poor insurrection. Well, wait, 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 mm-hmm. In some ways it was a very poor one. However, they did march 400 miles. Yeah. Uh, and wow. take over a, a large section of Russia. And I mean, if you can do that. Yeah, with no res- uh, little to no I mean, resistance, right? Uh, I, yeah, they didn't you know, fire like Belarus, a shot. Mu- they didn't fire Belarus a shot. Must to- be going. Wait, hang on. We can- <laughs> wait. Wait. What happened? Let's take them. <laughs> I guess the fight for Rostov on Don uh, was really anticlimactic. But um, uh, the the then the march to to Moscow was kind of strange as it stopped 120, 120 miles before they got there. So uh, it's hard to understand exactly what was going on there. Um, These two guys, these two guys, were best friends just a short while ago. uh, Putin and and Prigozhin. Oh, we're just going to play that game next. Who talks? We lost you. You lost me. Did we? There we go. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, just a short time ago, uh, Putin and uh, Prigozhin were, were best friends. Besties. And and then he started, and then Prigozhin started bad-mouthing the war effort, and I think that caused a little bit of a rift, but to try to overthrow the government, that's a pretty big rift. Uh, 
Yeah, like the, the Russian, the Putin system here right, of control is not the normal one where you have like overwhelming support of your institutions. It's right. like I've got a bunch right. of friends who are really rich, powerful and mean, and they're spread across <laughs> a bunch of really important <laughs> sections of the country. And you realize how weak that is when one of them decides he's no longer your bestie. Right. Right. Like, yes. I, I mean, I, I was fascinated by the idea that he could go and march 20,000, 25,000 troops, 400 miles mm-hmm. with no real resistance. He yeah. says he shot Weird. down a few helicopters. I think five on, or six. Yeah. Right? On the way. And that was yeah. kind of it. Yeah. Like, how is that? It shows how weak he may be inside of that country. And you wonder if uh, you know, yeah. this, because you know, Putin's whole control is is basically this idea that, you know, he is this guy that goes and kills you if you stand up to him at all, right? right. You, He's yeah. going to poison you. He's going to throw you off a roof, whatever. And like mm-hmm. for a guy to w- march 25,000 troops, 400 miles inside mm-hmm. the country, and his reaction to that is, ah, no, you guys are go good. Go to Belarus. You're good. Go to Belarus. Uh, yeah. We're all set here. Don't worry. No charges. Everything's been dropped. Everything's fine. That is That is a major crack. Yeah. I think it, this has shown a couple of things over the last year and four or five months and that's russia is not who we thought they were uh power wise militarily and b maybe vladimir putin's not who we thought he was mm. either because he looks a lot weaker now he does and i, I you so, know as far as the wagner or, or wagner i like every other news source calls it wagner or wagner so i don't know which one mm-hmm. i'm supposed to go with but we'll go with wagner for the moment the wagner group uh, the head here he's a guy who was putin's buddy he did all sorts of shady stuff around the world, you know, going into various countries, doing his stuff. But he also developed a really sweet lifestyle yeah. where he had yeah. tons and tons of money from co- corrupt contracts and, yeah, and, and stuff all over the world. Now he's been put into this war where he's going in and invading cities and getting caught in hand-to-hand mm. combat and his people being killed all over the place. And he can't do any of that stuff. He can't live... The lifestyle mm-hmm. he was promised for all the shady stuff he's doing, and so one of the one of the thoughts I think here is that he does this. He kind of orchestrates this, takes this deal because this allows him to return mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. sweet existence he had beforehand. So, may I take you to the Godfather Three? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you want to take us to the worst Godfather. Yes, go ahead, please do it. <laughs> right. Well. This is the one where Michael Corleone wants to go straight. Now, I'm not suggesting any of them want to go straight, um, but he wants to go legitimate. And so he's like, look, let's, let, you know, just as I got uh, was getting out, they pull me back in. I, I don't think that Putin could survive it, like Michael Corleone just couldn't survive if you show that much weakness. Mm-hmm. I that, that's why mm-hmm. I think that this is this sends a different message. I think to the oligarchs, and that is this is my opinion, but uh, that we can get rid of the people I want to get rid of the oligarchs who are the Secretary of Defense and and uh, you know head of the war and all of that. Putin, I think, wanted them gone because his friend said, you know why this is going poorly? Because these guys are weak and get rid of them. But they were big, powerful oligarchs. 
And he didn't want to be seen, you know, shooting him in the head or anything else. And it'll tell us an awful lot if you Mm -hmm. see those guys replaced quickly. (laughs) Yeah. If otherwise he he's Michael Corleone or actually he's his father uh, who, you know, is killed. You look you look weak. Bye bye. And I think I think right now, if uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin, the head of uh, Wagner or Wagner, whichever you prefer. Okay, can we just settle this? It's 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 in America. uh It is Wagner. (laughs) In Russia, it's Wagner. We're not Russian. Uh So it's the Wagner group. (laughs) Right. So the head of the Wagner group, uh, Prigozhin, if he doesn't fall out of a window from about 30 stories high Uh in the next week, Uh that shows how Uh weak Vladimir Putin is right now. You should not go through near any windows for any reason. No rooftops. I wouldn't even go into an elevator or a helicopter. No. (laughs) No, (laughs) None of that. Not near an open window, even on the first floor. (laughs) Um, But I don't think it shows how weak. I think it, it could show how weak he is. But it could also show this was a deal. There's no way Putin mm. doesn't assassinate someone like this. Right. I mean, who is the guy they were just trying to kill in Virginia? Did uh, you hear about that? There was, uh, yeah. There was, there was a guy who defected or, or, you know, was an oligarch or whatever, came over to America and has been saying nasty things about Putin. I can't remember the whole story. Putin was threatening to kill him here in the United States. Yeah. And apparently they were, were going to try to A guy we don't that. even know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Come and, on. and wasn't it, I, I think they said it was the first time the Russians have tried this uh, on American soil. And so it set a really dangerous precedent for, for uh, the, the incident. And it looks like uh, the Russians are more willing to reach out and kill anybody who disagrees with this war. I don't think this was the first time. You remember when we were at CNN, Stu, and there was a guy, uh, I think it was in Virginia, that they they really suspected that Putin had done it. It was right around the time when that guy got the polonium 212 oh, yeah. or whatever that was, mm-hmm. do you remember? Yeah. In England, mm-hmm. it was right around that time that, um, and this was the time when our government didn't say everything out loud <laughs> but there was strong sub- suspicion that uh vladimir putin had executed that guy mm. on I, american soil I, I want to expand on your point there Glenn. i would <laughs> i'm never i've never been in this position before but i am rooting for more government secrecy can you please shut up <laughs> can you please stop telling everyone in the world everything that we're doing Stop. Why am I reading about every little move that we've mm-hmm. made across the world in no, so, the Washington so, uh, Post and the New York Times? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't want to know every weapon you're sending there if you're going to do it. But wait, I don't want to know. Look at what they're look at what they're doing. You're exactly right, except they are keeping all of the things they're doing internally, which they shouldn't be doing. They're mm-hmm. keeping those things secret yeah. from the American people. It mm-hmm. is honestly that it's like they are treating us as they should be treating Russia and treating uh, yes. Russia mm-hmm. like us. Right. They're like, 
You know, mm-hmm. we're the enemy here. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a uh, focused uh, secrecy. I, I, the things they're keeping secret, they shouldn't be keeping yeah. secret. But some of the stuff they're doing internationally, we keep reading about in the papers over and over and over again. It's like, that's the stuff you're, you're supposed to say in your quiet voice. But, like, I, mm-hmm. that's... I, be- <laughs> I know, I know. But I think this is, again, a sign that the world is completely upside down and inside out. Remember, I said... What you thought you was solid will be liquid. What was up will be down. This is consistent with that. What they're saying about our our foreign uh, entanglements, they should never. They would have never said that before. Mm-hmm. And if they got caught doing something here in the United States, they absolutely would be squealing like a pig right now. It's upside down and inside out. All right. Thank you very much, Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. You can hear him on Blaze TV or wherever. It's my Patriot Supply. According to the USDA, a ton, a ton of uh, our annually planted crops in the breadbasket states are not going to be harvested this season due to extreme weather conditions and and a worldwide fertilizer shortage. I know that we're down one crop this season. Myself, we grow alfalfa for the cows. We're going to be down one one crop because the weather was so cold um, this summer. There's all kinds of problems going on, and then there are the problems of the federal government. I mean, if you when you heard the Russia thing this weekend, if you didn't think, oh my gosh, we could be at war on monday you're fooling yourself if this would have gone differently we could have been at war on monday um please be prepared for any eventuality may i suggest you go to my patriot supply right now they have huge discounts uh going on right now my patriot supply save big on the four-week emergency food kit that you need for every member of your family each kit is packed with delicious energy-boosting breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, something that everybody's going to love. And just so you know, buy one a month. You don't have to buy all four. Buy one a month. Break it down bite-size. Bum. All you, sorry. All you have to do is go to mypatriotsupply.com. You get massive savings before the deadline, before you, you know. I place my next order, okay, because... I don't know if they'll have any left after I place. I eat a lot. MyPatriotSupply.com. Go there now. Use my name, Glenn. MyPatriotSupply.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. By the way, I don't know if you got the podcast yesterday. Normally, we don't release a podcast uh, on Sundays, but it's the only day we can fit it into our feed. So uh, we released a new podcast, and this is really important that if you're into history, you review and rate because this is a pilot, and we we want to make some changes on things um, to it, so we would like to, like to hear your view on it, but also we want you to listen to it um, and tell us what you think, because we're not sure 
um, if it's helpful to you, quite honestly, if it's something that you like, um, we're going to continue. And they're going to be in four to six episode seasons. Um, and this one's all about how we got to be a society that listens to the experts. How is it, you know, well, when you, when you bash me, you're really bashing science. What? What are you talking about? And so the first episode takes us back to the turn of the century where science and experts started to mix, even if it wasn't science, uh, and how that led to where we are now. Uh, and we will take you from 100 years ago, where it really started with the progressive era, to today and show you why people wait now. Well, I don't want to do that. I mean, what do the experts say? And tell me, when it comes to government, how many times have the experts been right? Sincerely. When were they like? Were they right about Afghanistan? Were they right about inflation? Were they right about money printing? Were they, uh, were they right about um, they're gonna, this, this administration is going to be a stabilizing force in the world? Where have they been right? I can't think of a place. Uh, so maybe we should start trusting our own guts. That This is the key. Everyone that I know says, it's really not this hard. This is so screwed up. It's really not this hard. And I think Republicans and Democrats know that. The experts are part of a are a big part of the problem quite honestly we should start listening to experts and then debate those experts and then go with our gut after we've done our homework this is a podcast came out yesterday honest history podcast on experts it came out yesterday grab it if you haven't listened to it please rate and review so we know what you think about it and how we can improve it and if we should pick it up uh, as a series uh, online. It's up to you, your call on that. Back from St. George, Utah in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program.